Welcome to FCDA Economic Spotlight. This program is designed to educate and inform listeners about Franklin County Development Association, their members, and supporters. In addition to being heard each Thursday on 104.9 KLMJ, FCDA Economic Spotlight can also be found as a podcast at RadioOnTheGo.com. With today's Economic Spotlight, here's FCDA Director Mary Amsbaugh. Thank you for joining us. Today I have Steve Schultz. Steve is the president of the North Iowa Area Community College, known as NIAC. And we have a project we're working on together, and I thought it'd be interesting for everybody to hear a little bit about it. And so I asked Steve to share some information about that. So does that sound like something you can do, Steve? Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Mary. All right. So we're talking about a training center, and maybe you can give a little bit of history about the training centers, where they're coming from, and and what we're doing here in Franklin County. So several years ago, the legislature passed a law that really aimed to place a high-quality career technical education center within 30 miles of every high school in the state. So NIAC has been fortunate to receive two grants from the state to build facilities in Forest City and Charles City. Now, this one will be a little bit different because we won't qualify for the million-dollar funding, but we still have a corner of our district that includes Hampton, Dumont, West Fork, and Belmont Clemmy, where we would like to have a presence in the career technical space. So that's what we've been talking about for for several years. And then um, with your call about some potential EDA funding that could come into the project, it really, you know, threw some gas on it, if you will, and and really got us working diligently to get a grant in place to see if we might not qualify for some EDA federal funds to help jumpstart this project. It is so exciting. And you know, people don't realize as much that, you know, students can go to high school, their local high school, and still get college credits. And that's a big thing. Yes, about 40% of our total enrollment at NIAC right now is high school credit. And um, this will just provide better access to people for some of those training programs and that credit um, without having to drive all the way to Mason City. So um, we were looking at locations for it. The Franklin County Development Association, the FCDA, had some properties that we own right now. Um, They're just being leased to farm. And uh, we offered either property to NIAC to see if one of them would work. And you've picked a property that you're hoping will work. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Um, the property that we're looking at is, is really kind of adjacent to the airport. It's kind of out there on the, you know, the south edge of town, not too far from the industrial park. That, that makes some sense on a lot of levels, uh, access for the Belmont climbing kids coming the farthest, as well as some partnerships with the industrial park. And we've got some questions to answer for the federal grant regarding the FAA and the airport and some design with the federal grant qualifications. But we're excited about that on a hard surface road, water and sewers closed. And, and I think it can be an excellent location for a project like this. And what sort of um, career credits can they get? What are, what are they going to be doing out at that training center? So we're on the early stages of really the discussion about what that curriculum might look like, but there's some particular interest in advanced manufacturing, construction, and healthcare. And those three programs mirror three of the programs in our other two career centers. Um, but this one is a little bit different, and so we're really working with the school districts to decide what that might look like, trying to, to build a funnel to other programs and certainly meet the needs of the industry in the region. This is so exciting. And then, you know, we talked about the high school students, but the building will also be used for some adult education and things like that as well, right? Absolutely. If we if we get this done, we'll, we'll probably move our Center One staff out to that facility, but we'll also be doing some, you know, English with second language, high school equivalency diplomas, community education, continuing education. You know, we hope our industry partners in town will use it to train for their facility as well. So it's really a, you know, we want to try to wear this thing out from morning through night and really just play a larger part in in Franklin County. Okay, so you're applying for the grant. So 
you're in the works of that. When do you hope to have that grant application in and what's the timeline you're looking at? Well, the grants that are available are actually disaster grants. So there's $57 million at the federal level and this region qualified through some weather events. And so the faster we get it in, the, the better off we'll be in terms of qualifying for a portion of that $57 million. Our grant is aimed at the $3 million mark, which would be a great jump start for a project like this. And we're hoping to, to get a good handle on that here in the next three weeks and get it submitted early October. And see, the nice part about these disaster grants, it's, it's not really competitive. The funds are there until they're gone. So it gets processed within about a 30-day time period, which is also uh, speedy. Yeah, but the idea is it's a da- disaster fund. Let's get these back out. And so how do we qualify for that? It's really about workforce shortages and construction, trying to get some housing available following a weather event. Those are a couple areas that we targeted in our programming as well in our grant writing. So we're, we're hopeful to get that done in the next few weeks and um, sit back and wait. Hurry up and wait. That's always a, a thing, but it sounds like it's not that much of a wait compared to other grants because sometimes you wait months. Yeah, before. years years in our case yeah, for yeah. federal funding. Well, that's good. Anything else going on at NIAC that you want to share? Oh, gosh, we're off to a great start this fall. Um, You know, our performing arts um, series is really strong this fall. If you're interested in coming up and participating in one of those events, actually, there's one Sunday. So things are just exciting. You know, you get the students back, you get the sports teams back. We just uh, held our first event in our, our remodeled gymnasium. We've got a cafeteria project going on for housing. So, you know, lots going on. Uh, the Charles City Center, uh, Career Centers is you know scheduled to be done in March. So lots of things going on. And we're, we're proud to serve the students of Franklin County. That's a really great. When you said um, the year's going strong, I interviewed Aaron Becker last week on the show. And when we were talking, he said, you know, what other job do you have to start fresh every year? And that was really an interesting, I I never thought of it that way, but it, it is a fresh start every year for everybody. And that's a, that's a good thing. Yeah, it, it's pretty exciting, actually. You just kind of get to hit a reset button and, and, and start over with a whole group of new students. And, and they, they bring so much excitement and value to the, the table. And, you know, we have students from all around the world, about 40 countries. So it, it's, it's really a vibrant experience. And, and we all learn every year from those students that come through the door. Good times. Yes, Good absolutely. Times. Well, thank you for joining me, Steve. You're welcome. Anytime. Thank you. You've been listening to FCBA Economic Spotlight, heard each Thursday on 104.9 KLMJ and available as a podcast at RadioOnTheGo.com. Franklin County Development Association thanks the following entities for sponsoring this program through their investment in FCDA. The Franklin County Supervisors, City of Hampton, and the Franklin County Rural Electric Cooperative. Learn more about doing business in Franklin County by visiting franklincountyiowa.com.